1: They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black.
2: Minute 65, Dave and Eddie, prepare for the end. To take on Minute 65, we have Chris Durkuch and g Ferry.
0: free inside a Bob minute. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. Yeah, that. This doesn't make any sense.
3: Is that a promise? Promise to my son? But it's a problem. It's like a fucking cocktail party in
0: here. If I get a few words from you before you go. Welcome to the Dave Made a Minute podcast, where we break down Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. This is Minute sixty-five, quite possibly the greatest MacGuffin minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry from Jay and Silent Bob Minute,
4: and I'm Chris Dercosch, also from Jay and Silent Bob Minute,
0: and we are. 65 minutes into a movie, which we have not seen, Chris. (laughs) Luckily, you're still unprofessional. You still have your phone on. So (laughs) we've had that through line. (laughs) That through line continues of your unprofessionalism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Chris and I have not watched this movie. This is the fourth minute we've done. Um, None of them were sequential. So we have no idea what's going on in this movie, but we're trying to piece it together.
4: Guess what? At the end of this, I'm watching this movie. This is it. This is our last minute. So. Yeah, this is our last
0: minute. After this, we're going we're gonna to watch it, and uh, I'm hoping some questions are going to be answered. Uh, most importantly, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Because I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, this minute starts with um, our main character getting a stand and ends with, uh, I don't know, nightmare fuel?
4: I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not positive what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll get there. So, um, yeah, it starts out, and apparently... I believe when we last left the the girlfriend, where uh, they were in the maze, but they had not found him, or they
4: just found him. I believe they just they <clears throat> they went into like that uh, the room where they were having a rave party. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So they just found him. Um,
0: they are now they seem to be separated from the little film crew that was with them.
4: Yeah, they, yeah um, there's nobody with them now.
0: Yeah, but we'll see that they are around. So she has a stand, like literally, like a stand you would put something on. So I mean. I've got, And they they put something on
4: top of it, some sort of cardboard... Olympic torch? I I guess. (laughs) I mean, that's what I think. It looks like a torch of some sort. Yeah, a cornucopia of some sort.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really sure, but apparently it needed a stand. It also seems to be important. That's why I said this was the best MacGuffin minute ever.
3: Can you explain what a MacGuffin is? Yes, a MacGuffin you see in most films about spies. It is a thing that the spies are after. In the days of Rudyard Kipling, it would be the plans of the fort on the Khyber Pass. Mm-hmm. It would be the plans of an airplane engine and the plans uh, of an atom bomb, anything you like. It's always called the thing that the characters on the screen worry about, but the audience don't care. Mm-hmm. And Someone asked, what is a McGuffin Magath- and there's a, the, it's described in a scene in an English train going to Scotland. And one man says to the other opposite him, he said, what's that package above your head there? And the other man said, oh, that, that's a MacGuffin. He said, well, what is a MacGuffin? He said, well, it's an apparatus for trapping lions in the Scottish Highlands. The man said, but there are no lions in the Scottish Highlands. You said then that's the MacGuffin. Um, thank you for clearing that up for us.
0: Because I feel like this is the MacGuffin that they gotta take to the center to like solve this whole problem.
4: You think this is it? This thing with the stand is, maybe?
0: Yeah, this is this is like their Death Star run, their the trench run, I guess. Okay. Except instead of uh instead of, you know, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, we have a uh, Bobo Carl Urban and his <laughs> um, keeping with our movie that we're covering right now, Mallrats, the girl that's far too attractive for him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping that alive. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, I would love to really delve into the stand and maybe the minutes around the stuff, but I have no idea what's going on. I assume the thing getting put on there is the important thing, but for all I know, the stand's the important thing. What's that?
3: This is a stand. Oh. Oh.
2: What's more important than either the chrysalis itself, the thing that Dave just made, or the stand itself, which Annie just made, is that the two of them made them. She made this phallic masculine thing that goes inside the feminine protective thing that he just made, and they did it together. That's what matters. So yes, these are arguably MacGuffins, except no one's really seeking them out. When they needed them, they made them.
1: Now we bring it to the center, baby.
4: Yeah, we do. And then there's that innuendo, right? Right. Or what happens next?
0: I have no idea. Oh yeah, we're getting into that. So that's yes. He gets the so he gets the stand. He gets this little thing, and all we know is they got to bring it to the center, whatever the hell that means. I guess the center of the maze. Like I said, like that seems to be like their way to to finish
4: things off. Their exit, maybe. Yeah, but then he just inexplicably takes out a katana. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, they, that's there's some weird lines here, too. with the, She it says impulse buy. buy. He says it was at the register. It was at the register. I mean, I get it. I get the
0: joke. <laughs> I know. Because but. she's asking the question that I'm literally asking of, like, where did what you the get did a come? samurai sword from? Yeah,
2: yeah. Notably as well, and no one would catch it in this format with all these different participants, when Dave unrolled all of the equipment he had with him in minute 49, there was no sword. Dave is effectively manifesting what he needs when he needs it
0: because we're led to believe that if that type of item is inside this maze that somebody brought it in right so did he bring it in himself if so why also how (laughs) i mean we haven't even answered the first question of how did anybody get in this maze because we don't have those minutes
4: (laughs) if you heard our first uh episode you could tell that we had no idea how what was going on
0: or if you're listening to the current episode, you know we don't know what's and going on. We've
4: learned nothing.
0: Yeah. We missed all the all the parts in between. It's like we're watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids, but we missed all the part where people get shrunk. So all we know is they were big and they're now small, and we have no idea how. For all I know, Rick Moran has shrunk all these people. That would be that'd be a good uh, thing to find out. Oh yeah. Oh, come on, Zelensky, what are you doing? <laughs> oh no. Uh, Dave. Yeah, I mean, if if a giant ant shows up and dies, I am going to cry, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, she gets a samurai sword, which is odd. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, and she's not even, like, she's moderately surprised to get it, but not as surprised as I would be if I came home and, like, my wife just handed me a samurai sword.
4: And said, keep cutting until you get to the center.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I have some follow-up questions at that Uh, point. Even if we were trapped somewhere, like, we suddenly become trapped somewhere. If she just, or I just break out a samurai sword, I feel like she's going to have questions.
2: Weirder actually is this impulse by exchange. Actually doesn't make any sense because anyone who did see one of the earlier minutes back in the apartment knows there's a stand with swords of three different sizes, but one was missing. So Dave did take it with him, despite my last note. But also, Annie knows they exist. Unless he literally just bought them while she was on the same business trip she returned from in minute three. Like it was literally the last purchase he made before he started building. Although the opening credits would suggest otherwise. That he was busy playing music, making origami birds, trying his hand at woodworking, and attempting to fix a doorknob.
4: I swear he wasn't carrying that samurai sword in the last minute we had. So you mean our last minute, twenty minutes ago? Maybe 20 he was ago Yeah, but if he brought it in, is this like his storage room? Is that what this is? For all we know, he there? went to. For all we know, he went to a store inside this place and bought it. That's a possibility. I never even thought of that. That's a possibility.
0: Well, he uh, met like a, a, a roving samurai, like John Belushi was walking by and sold him a samurai sword.
4: <laughs> he went Saturday Night Live, John Belushi. That's great.
0: <laughs> That's my only reference for samurai. <laughs> <laughs> You I got no time for Kurosawa. I'm talking Belushi. <laughs> so, so, I mean, they have a passionate, quote-unquote, kiss. Right. She says "I you." So, I mean, so, I mean, I guess that's all good. All I know is for what's happening, I don't know what's happened in the intervening half hour or so since the last time we saw these guys.
4: They are very calm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to see how she gets into the maze and doesn't lose her mind.
0: Yeah. All right.
4: So, before we get on to the
0: last 15 seconds or so of our minute... Uh, do you have anything to say about their little interaction, her having a samurai sword, or should we just wildly well, speculate? I, I, should we go back to wild speculation of how they got in there?
4: <laughs> if he had the samurai sword, instead of bringing everybody in, why did not he just chop his way to the center and get it over with?
0: It feels like chopping through cardboard with a samurai sword would not be that difficult. Right. Um, I'm still going on the theory that they have been – I, I don't remember what my theory was. I believe I thought they were shrunk down in some way to get in there. Yeah, I don't know now dimensional portal i don't know it's it's very odd like i realize that it's probably very unimportant to the plot and the main thing is to get them inside this maze
4: you know it's weird to me too the way she says um he says she's he says what's that and she says it's a a stand like she was making it up as it went along
0: well i mean if somebody held that up to me i probably would ask what it was too (laughs) true but it does beg the question of like he has the whatever the olympic torch (laughs) that he has does it require a stand Like, was that necessary? You couldn't just go throw it in whatever room it
4: is? (laughs) And the samurai sword's wrapped in a blanket with, like, a bell around
2: it. Oh, no. I have failed. I think Dave may have had the rolled-up blanket inside his stuff he laid out. Let me check. Pause. Sure enough, it's there. I was wrong before. (laughs) I suppose I apologize. Back to Jeff and
0: Chris. Yeah, he's taking care of that samurai sword. Like, like he is a a ronin that we just didn't know about. Right, right. Oh, I forgot to mention, I used to live in feudal Japan.
4: (laughs) Again, then why didn't he use it? And what is on his hand? I don't know.
0: I meant to bring that up. It was in my notes. I was getting to it. Is his hand Uh, starting to become cardboard? That's – or is he wearing a cardboard glove? I can't figure it out. I thought maybe we had like an Evil Dead thing going on. Like his hand got cut off and he got replaced with cardboard.
4: Now I'm looking at it. It looks like – yeah, it looks like frayed cardboard. Hell Hell the king, king, baby.
0: (laughs) It's no chainsaw, that's for sure.
4: No, it's definitely no chainsaw, but –
0: Yeah, all my notes have question marks after them. (laughs) It just says, a stand – question mark, MacGuffin, question mark, Katana, question
4: mark. I mean, that's about where we're at. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to title this uh, episode, question mark. That's what yeah, question mark. <laughs> the boys from James Island, and Bob Minute have questions, no answers, <laughs> just questions. Yeah. We'll have answers when we don't have any episodes left to do and nobody will know our answers.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm waiting. I can't wait to watch this. Cause then I want to listen to everybody's minutes and see how many people were dumb enough to do it the way we were. Sound crazy. <laughs> like we do. Yeah. Like I know like Mystic Pizza has watched their movie without – a woman at a time without seeing it before. But like at least they watched it sequentially and every yeah. minute. I feel like we're at a real disadvantage here. <laughs> All right. So I'm trying to split the minute up because we really need to delve into the second part of this when we get there.
4: Here's where this first part ends. It's He says,
3: once you start, don't stop until you get to the center.
4: The,
0: the second, second you, you, make you make your first, your first
3: cut, cut, it's, coming, it's out, coming after us. Yeah.
0: Okay. But I think we knew that last time. We were under the impression something was in here.
4: Yeah, there's something coming after them.
0: So let's wildly speculate some more. What kind of monster do you think would be inside of a cardboard box? I mean,
4: you're trapped in a car. Why not a fire? <laughs> and what? Oh, how about a mouse? Uh Oh, <laughs> or a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> a giant mouse? Yeah. I mean, could it be something
0: like that? Like, that's a real thing. Or is it like some sort of like, judging by what I'm going to see later, is it some sort of creation that's in there? Like some sort of black magic voodoo thing?
4: Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I know oh. she kisses him, says "I love you," and then pulls that sword out like she ha- has used the sword before. Oh, absolutely! She so gives a badass look towards the camera. It's
0: it reminds me of in a movie. If you ever see somebody handed a gun, yeah, that you're supposed to have the impression they've never done it before, and yet you see them like rack it or something, or like right. they you know they pop they can pop the clip out and pop. But you're like, no, yeah. you don't know how That's, to do that,
4: right? Unless you've had training.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, you could figure it out, but it's going you're going to have to look at it for a second. If you, I mean, I'm talking if you're completely unfamiliar with weapons at all. Yeah. You're going to have to at least look at it. Right. It's just like if you've never held – like I, now, she doesn't hold it really in a fighting pose until like a little bit later. But you don't even know how to hold it right. Have you ever seen someone hold like a like – a ba- even a baseball bat for the first time? Oh, yeah. Say, go stand over there. I'm going to throw you the ball. Everybody holds it crazy. A golf yeah. club. Anything. The first time you hold it, unless somebody walks over and goes, "No, no, no," you hold it like this and like this. You look like an idiot.
4: Right. I love you. And and then they send a line. Uh, what what if Bryn's, Bryn's still in, in there, there? Hm? fighting to get out. out? I hope you're not going to ask me who that is. Yeah, I mean, I, I no guess <laughs> I don't know who it is. I wonder if it's the next thing they flash to. If that's Bryn. Well, is that who says that?
0: Do you know whose line that is? It is... Are you going to say a character name and then I'm going to ask who it is because I'm still not going to know?
4: Oh, oh, okay. No, it's Harry that says that.
0: Okay, yeah. That's what I
4: thought because I thought
0: that was maybe her.
4: Right. I had the dialogue, but I thought it was right after that. It's not. It's it's after they show this.
0: Yeah. I oh, don't know. I want to get into this friggin' nightmare at the end. Yeah. Well, we cut to this thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm trying to get it up on my screen so I can just get a still shot of it. Now, having watched a fair amount of horror movies, the way I think this has happened...
4: I think that was somebody they knew who has now been oh. turned in the cardboard. Okay, and he's possibly turning in the cardboard himself. So yeah. Yes, that makes sense. So
0: like this person has been trapped by I assume the guy with the glasses. Oh right right right. Who is being who is now being followed by the documentary crew? Yeah, they they they've uh, traded off. To well, I mean, they, well, to be fair, they're the media. You know, they're not they're not involved in the story. They're just <laughs> they're just following. They're, it they're just they're just watching the action. <laughs> But again, now, just like if he's supposed to be the bad guy, they are also very calm. This is like they're li- if what's going on is what I think is going on. This is like they're sitting in the room with Doctor Mengele. and they're yeah. like, "Well, we're just watching this. There's, this is nothing <laughs> odd here."
4: <laughs> I mean, Dave made the maze, right? Because that's the name of his stinking movie, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wh- where did this guy come from? Did he did did he bring him in too? Well, it maybe it's one of those things. Like again, another horror movie
0: trip. Like you make something, but you make something you don't understand. Right, or you make it right. far more powerful than you meant to. So like you open up like a dimension or whatever. You know, you accidentally create the puzzle box, and the next thing you know, you got Pinhead walking around with <laughs> with the, <with> the Cenobites.
4: <laughs> I um I misspoke when I said stinking movie because I have no idea what kind of movie this is, and I really really want to see it, so I shouldn't have said stinking. Well, listen, movie. <laughs> I gotta say, it's sold to me. Oh, it's definitely sold.
0: I'm watching. I was it. I was sold after the first minute I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. why I thought it was a totally different movie. So our first minute, they were still. Only he was only he was in the maze at that point. Yeah. So we were like, "Oh, this is so interesting." I, we thought the movie was going to be about them trying to rescue him, trying to get him and out then, of the maze. That was our first two minutes. Was like that kind of stuff, and then we cut like twenty minutes in. All of a sudden, everybody's in the maze. Right. And we're like, "What's going on here?" It does. I am tempted now to like contact somebody else at Movies by Minutes and be like, "Can I just have like four random minutes of your movie, especially one I haven't seen?" Right.
4: And just be like, <laughs> "Just give me four random minutes anywhere throughout your Come movie, on, and fun. I'll try to piece and I'll try to piece it together." Yeah. Well, I want to see how close we are too. This the the thing that they cut to has long hair and it makes a sound. I think it's female.
0: Yeah, I, I that is my number one theory. This was a regular person who has been turned into this because it looks like they're tied up. Yeah,
4: it, like I don't. I, at first, it doesn't was like puppet strings, but it's not. It's it's rope.
0: Yeah, and wow. this dude seems to be like enjoying it in like a you know a sociopathic sort of way. Yeah, he's
4: smiling as soon as they cut to him. Now he says, "What if Brynn is still in there fighting Bryn to get out? Fighting to get out? Could that be Brynn?" is still in oh is still in that cardboard yeah in that body fighting to get out yeah he says it to the camera crew and they just kind of look away like they don't want that. well the one just stands there smiling at him and the other guy looks away
0: yeah so yeah when we get past there we cut to her cutting through with the with the sword yeah and uh it's the first time that I see anything that kind of shows the lack of budget we're working with here okay because I think we're supposed to see like smoke and dust and that type of thing right but it all blows it's in from just- behind her <laughs>
4: <laughs> no oh yeah. oh yeah I got it the music swells too but yeah it, yeah it looks like it looks like a heavy metal video like the music's blowing her hair around and stuff I mean the, uh yeah. the dust is blowing her hair around
0: yeah it's I mean it's no fault of who's making it because again only a psychotic person would watch it minute by minute and multiple right. times and that's the only reason why I caught it yeah. but she does have one of those moves she does look kind of look like a which she, as she's jamming it into the wall like a little you know, the first 10 minutes of Phantom Menace trying to melt through the wall type thing. <laughs> Although more realistic and, you know.
4: Now, does that thing, the cardboard thing, does
0: it laugh? Is that a laugh that it does? I don't know if that's la- laughing or like the strings. It's like a wee type yeah. thing. I was wondering, is he making her like a monster and he's going to... I think it's just like the noise, especially the noise of them cutting in and, you know, just some sound to pump up the the action.
4: Yeah. But then the, the music swells and she... Puts it right through that cardboard. and
0: Yeah, and we're, we're treated to one more shot of whoever this is, Bryn or somebody else. That seems to – I don't know if it's her or be enjoying that she cut the cardboard. I don't know. I think she just hears something. But what I will point out at the very – can you see the very last second? Yeah. Do you see the guy turn? Yeah, like you're scared. And he's just about to yell. Oh, so I'm wondering man. if he are they starting to break in? Because what are we in? 65 minutes into this? So we're in the third act of this movie probably. I'm yeah, assuming I mean, this is like a 90-minute movie. This may be the beginning of the third act where she's – That would be the only tap. thing that would make me tap out of this movie if I find out it's like two hours and 50 minutes long.
4: Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I can sit through two hours and 50 minutes. But
0: I'm assuming by where we are what's going on that we are – this is your third act. you know, we're, uh, To put it back in a Star Wars thing, like everybody's just flying out in their X-wings. <laughs> like <laughs> we're down to the final act. <laughs> Notice how I'm using a far more popular movie than the one we're covering. As our, as our basis.
4: I, I don't know. I think this podcast is going to make it a lot more popular.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was ours, I guess if it was Mallrats, I mean, you're doing the, uh, I guess the sh- the game show is starting. Truth yeah. or Date
4: is right. starting. But. Uh, Svenning just sat down, telling everybody he's sick. They're getting ready to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's got diphtheria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join us on Jane Tyler Bob in
4: <laughs> <laughs> I promise you,
0: we've actually watched that movie before we've <laughs> before we covered <laughs> it. <laughs> even, even
4: watch the extended cut or the yeah, original for, for no reason <laughs> all right so
0: i mean this is the last minute we're covering so what are your overall feelings on uh dave made a maze
4: i, I mean i want to say it i think it looks it looks cool it looks like somebody's definitely got pretty creative with it to be honest with you
0: <laughs> yeah and i'll say this like again i know that it's it's obviously not a mainstream type movie or it's not a huge budget but it looks like it's practical effects. Everything looks really good from the four minutes we've watched. All the acting's been really good. I've really not not seen it doesn't doesn't do much in this minute, but in the previous minutes, I really enjoyed the girlfriend yeah. and his other buddy, who you only see for like a second. The guy with the beard, right? Like, I really thought they stood out as like the best performers that I saw. It now I'll have like, to see, I'll have to see if that holds up over the whole movie. Yeah. If they're the ones that I still like,
4: <laughs> I mean, it looks like fun. It looks like it's like you're not going to get bored through this movie. I don't think. No, I mean, I've seen <laughs> – just from
0: the four minutes I've watched, I've watched worse movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen probably budgets ten times this and make bad movies. And you're like, what is this garbage? It's not interesting. It's not original. And this is both of those things. It's interesting and original. Just from the four minutes that we saw. Just from the four minutes we've seen, which, again, not sequential at all. At least the first two minutes we watched were within, like, five minutes of each other. Yeah. This so – we're, we're jumping right. around now. Yeah, we then we jumped, like, 20 and 25 minutes. So, yeah, I'm totally lost now.
4: I believe in the last – episode we did i said check us back out at uh episode 46 so <laughs> well. this is 65 <laughs>
0: yeah and, uh, yeah i we i do believe this is our last one and so at some point we'll be watching it but this is an interesting experiment i'll be interested to see who does this next time with just completely jumping around on a yeah. movie it made it better i think because say this was i don't know. remember we did we did die hard before right. where we did it in teams of doing 5 minutes at a time. I think that was a good for a movie like Die Hard that everybody had seen. Yeah. But if you could find movies like this, like quality movies but that most people have not seen. Right. I think lend themselves to this type of thing because if I was watching, I mean just name any other movie like uh they have Christmas Vacation we just watched the other day. If I watched 5 random minutes of that, like I know everything about that movie. Yeah. That wouldn't be a big deal for me. But, like, watching this and not knowing what's going on, it's right. it's a lot of fun to host it and try to be like, I don't know. And I want to hear how dumb we sound at the end.
4: <laughs> when we jumped into this, I thought he was going to give us, like, five minutes in a row. <laughs> but then like we got the separate minutes, and I was like, oh, this is even better. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: much better. Yeah. Because if you watch five straight minutes, you're going to get some sort of understanding of what's happening, right. at least in that time frame. Like, we literally weren't in the maze before, and now oh. we're almost we're getting towards the end of it.
4: At least – three of these minutes are completely different than the one we saw before yeah like i have no idea how they built to each of these minutes all right so i think that's going to be it for us
0: do you have anything anything else to
4: say about it uh, uh i'll get back to you when i'm done the movie
0: yeah i've definitely <laughs> i will drop some notes in the uh whatever uh room they have for this one i, I don't know what it's actually called
4: so why don't you uh i do just give our plugs <laughs> We are the from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. You can check us out on duelinggenre.com We finished Clerks Minute, Clerks one minute at a time, <laughs> and we're working our way through Mallrats right now. You can also go back and see and listen to our original podcast, The Burbs Minute, the Tom Hanks movie. And that's about it. You got anything else, yet?
0: uh No, I think that's it for us. Uh, stay safe, neighbors, and have a chocolate covered pretzel. And then I can probably disarm all the traps, and then we can we can finish this maze.
2: Who is with me? That was Chris Dirkutch and G-Fairy of g Silent Bob Minute taking on Minute
1: 65 of Dave Made a Maze.
2: They may have escaped the maze.
1: Next time on Dave Made a Minute,
2: we've got Travis Bow of Watchmen Minute taking on Minute 66.
1: Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place, and Her Presence is Strong here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DaveMadeAMinute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening.
0: As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait,
2: what?
3: It is a means to summon us. Who are you? Explorers in the further regions of experience. Demons to some. Angels to others.
1: It was a mistake! I didn't, I didn't mean to help, but it, it was a mistake! You oh! God, help!
3: We can't! Go to not Not alone. You solved the bot. We came. Now you must come with us. Taste our treasures. Please! Go! go away! Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering.